This podcast is for people who are searching for peace, balance, and happiness in their lives. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing out there? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Cocktail. Have y'all looked at the calendar lately? Seriously? How is it the middle of September already? I mean, 2020 has already felt like the longest decade of our lives, right? It feels like it was just April. I don't know about you, but it's one thing to be going through this pandemic in the middle of summer, you know, when we can get outside and be enjoying all of our water activities, being at the lake, all that fun stuff. But I don't know, it's a whole nother ball game if we're going to have to endure this during the cold winter months. I already struggle with cabin fever as it is on a normal year. So I'm a little worried how this fall and winter is going to go with things continue to stay closed down and shut down. So this is interesting because this is when I find myself searching for little pieces of evidence and facts to confirm some specific beliefs that I have. So I want to ask how many of you guys have heard of confirmation bias or unconscious bias? These two terms seem to be a bit of a buzzword right now, so I wanted to break it down and hopefully make it easier to understand. So confirmation bias is a term that focuses on how people naturally favor information that's stored in our brains. And it's when people search for little pieces of evidence that back up their opinions rather than looking at the full picture. And it's when we overlook certain information instead of focusing on the things that fit your view. So unconscious bias is an automatic and an unintentional reaction or judgment that you make, and they come from a learned stereotype deeply ingrained in our brains at a very young age. So if you just think for a minute and ask yourself, where do your beliefs and your opinions come from? Where do our, where do our opinions come from? So for most of us, they come from our parents or people that raised us, our caregivers, our grandparents, etc., or teachers. They also come from experiences that we've had. And most of us honestly believe that our beliefs are rational and logical and natural based on the layers of our experiences. These beliefs are most likely based on the information that upholds or verifies them while at the same time ignoring any information that challenges them. Because of course, any information that challenges them would be uncomfortable. And our brains will pick out little pieces of data on different topics or ideas that make us feel good because that confirms what we already believe. And it loves patterns and loves to save energy. And our brains will look for more and more evidence to support what it already believes. So we see what we want to see. So if it sees an old pattern, it's going to naturally follow down those tracks unless we decide, hey... I don't think I really want to believe that anymore. Or we ask ourselves, you know, why is it that I think that? Why is it that I believe that? And if we decide that we want to have a different belief, then what we need to do is we need to practice believing that thought and work on making a new pattern for our brain. So a good example of confirmation bias is if a person is highly sensitive to being ignored by other people, let's say then they will constantly be looking for signs and clues that people are ignoring them and don't like them. And most likely, every single time, they will find a reason to stay with that thought. Or another one is is if you believe that you suck at math, 
then your brain will always find the evidence to support that in fact you do suck at math. And did you know that if you show your brain contradicting evidence to what you believe, then you can actually strengthen what you already believe. So that's not always a good thing, especially if your mind isn't open to new and different ideas. It's like your brain wants to double down on what it already thinks. And it will try even harder to prove that that, you know, belief that you have is right. So an example of unconscious bias is if you have car trouble, for example, and you take your car to a repair shop, most likely you're going to expect that a man's going to walk out and be the person working on your car, not a woman. Or another example, you go to the horse races and you see a jockey and he's super tall. I guess I would assume my first thought would be that he's probably not the fastest jockey on the track. But that's just because these biases feel normal to us. But just because they feel normal to us and natural to us, it doesn't make them harmless. So that's where we have to be careful. So while we may not be responsible for how we learned these biases, we do, however, have the control whether we let them influence how we behave and treat others. And sometimes alone, just in recognizing them, can be a pretty humbling experience. And oftentimes, we see confirmation biases with all sorts of controversial topics, such as politics and religion. And this is one of the reasons why people a lot of the times don't seem to change their beliefs on political or religious views, even though they may be given new information. Every day, pretty much now. <laughs> It takes a lot of mental energy to change this, and our brains don't want to even go down that road, and it's going to often search for more and more evidence to support what it currently believes without being open to another way. The biases that we have cause us to overlook important information in our everyday life, and this is where we are really missing out. But there is good news. If we were to become aware of this and start to really focus on our thoughts and manage our brains and open ourselves up to new facts and information, we could break through some of those beliefs that we might question. And I'm recording this episode in the middle of our COVID-19 pandemic that we're all having, and I'm sure you've noticed all of the strong and differing opinions and beliefs that are flying around constantly, daily. (laughs) This has really given me a chance to dig deep and ask myself why I believe what I believe. And I've had to challenge myself to look at the other perspectives. And is it easy? Hell no. Because obviously my brain is really strong and stubborn in what it is that I believe. But I also realize that there is a reason for the next person to believe what their beliefs are. So when I find myself doubling down on what it is that I believe... I have become better at becoming aware of it. I then am able to question and ask myself, what are the facts do I have to support this belief? So by becoming aware, it gives me an opportunity to question and make an informed and conscious decision on why I believe what it is that I believe. And am I able to do this 100% of the time? Absolutely not. It's really hard. You really have to become conscious and aware of it. And I feel like I'm, I do it about 50-50. I'm about 50% right now. So 
I'm working on it. It's just a, it's a constant exercise of the brain. So another good example is you can find yourself favoring one news media site more than the next. And most likely it's because they are confirming what you already believe. And if you think about it, it's because that feels comforting and it feels right to you versus if you watch a different media, you know, outlet and you find yourself not liking what they're saying, you can even start to feel yourself getting angry or fired up and you want to argue your point and point out where they're all wrong. This is always one of my first clues that this is happening to me because every time I hear something that contradicts what I believe, my first reaction is usually, well, that's dumb or that's stupid of them to think that. This is the classic case of something or someone contradicting my confirmation bias. It's so fascinating to watch our brains when we become aware of this. So we all have biases. I mean, there's nothing that we can do to ever take that away. But if we really try hard to stay mindful and we understand it, we can manage our brain and make an effort to recognize it and be curious about opposing the beliefs and other beliefs that challenge our specific ones. And we may decide to keep what we already think with a lot of things, but we know that we have taken the time and the effort to really look at it from a different perspective and to make an informed decision to keep it or not. And it's important to remember that both confirmation bias and unconscious bias is a cognitive process and that it's completely natural and unintentional and everyone has them and we will continue to have them, but that we also have the power to break through some of the biases that we have if we're open to always considering data equally and if we are able to separate, most importantly, fact from opinion consistently questioning the motives and ideas behind the logic of the things that we do believe. We can be open to change and be open to new data, ideas, and perspectives and continue to be willing to revise our own theories throughout our lives. But it isn't as easy as it sounds because our emotions are highly involved with what we believe. So this isn't always comfortable, but it's necessary for our self-improvement and to grow and continue to evolve throughout our lives. And isn't it exciting to always think that there may be a new way or a better idea? We don't always have to stay stuck in our old beliefs. And absolutely there are some that we may always choose to keep and that's okay. Just always be willing to explore which ones they are. So here's what I challenge you to think about. Which beliefs are you clinging to? Have you looked at all the different sides and possibilities and ask yourself, why is it that you're choosing the beliefs that you have chosen? Is it based on fact or opinion? And is it one that you want to keep? If so, awesome. If not, then guess what? You hold all the power to change it. So I hope you gained a little insight on this topic. It can be really useful especially in the next couple weeks. If you are listening to this in the fall of 2020, we have a lot going on here right now. So if you have any questions, you can always email me at jccruzycoaching at gmail.com. It's J-A-C-I-K-R-U-S-E coaching at gmail.com. 
I hope you guys have a fantastic week and a great day. Thanks, guys. Do you have a life coach? If not, what are you waiting for? Come visit theselfcarecocktail.com and sign up for a free consultation today.